Listener to yet another episode of Gondor Calls for Ale, a Middle Earth strategy battle game podcast. I am once again Sam Gallagher, and with me is my brother Ben. Hello, listener. Welcome back. So, in this episode, before we get into the most important part of it, which is obviously talking about our Middle Earth deep drinks, I'm just going to bury the lead, I think is the expression, and say, this is going to be slightly different. We're not going to be reviewing a specific tournament. We're going to be sort of talking about doubles in general. Some of the some of our past events, some upcoming events, our philosophy about doubles in the Middle Earth strategy battle game, and all all various doubles related things. Any anything you'd like to add to that, Ben? Before we uh, get into it? Yeah, I guess I'll just double down and say that we're going to be talking about doubles. Ah, I see what you did that double down. I was like, why are you repeating this? And then it clicked. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Already cracking some terrible jokes, as hopefully you're expecting and excited for, dear listener. Let's move right along. Ben, what are you drinking? And is it some sort of punny beverage? Oh, you know it is, Sam. For I have gone to Imladris and gotten myself a Wrath of Bruinen brown ale by the Half Elven Bruin Company. An ale that is guaranteed to send you on a good time faster than nine ring raids going down a river. <laughs> it's Very it's good. good too because if there's a wizard in the room and you, and you pour your beer, the head uh, the foam on top of the beer looks like horses' heads too. <laughs> Excellent. And yourself, Sam, are you sipping on anything Lord of the Ringsy and delicious this evening? I certainly am, Ben. I'm drinking a troll beer made by trolls for trolls, and also made famous. By this very popular jingle. Troll sits alone on his seat of stone and munched and mumbled on a bare old bone. He'll have no fear because he's got a troll beer. A drink to drink while he's eating. <laughs> Seating. Cheating. In the cave in the hills he can drink his fill. Because troll beer is made for those eating. Oh, hilarious. Well done. Well, thank you, thank you. I did spend some large quantity of the afternoon trying to get the wording of. Uh... Uh, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. <laughs> it's no, it's no song about the great beasts of Gorgoroth, but we do what we can here on Gondor Calls for Ale. Ah, uh, true, true. Did you listen to that episode? I did. I did. Oh. I specifically went and tracked it down because I was curious about the song. Oh, so good, so good. In case you are unaware, listener, we are referring to the Two Towers podcast, who has a, a very amusing and excellent song about the Great Beast of Gorgoroth. Definitely, ten out of ten would recommend. Yeah, it's their episode number three, Minimize. I think it's it's yes, very entertaining. That sounds that sounds accurate. So we've we've talked about our drinks. We've talked about we've sung a little bit. It's all it's a wide range of things happening here today. So let's um, let's get into some meeting the Gallaghers, getting to know our hosts a little bit better. As we're sitting here recording on this fine Saturday evening, the 6th of August, which is upsetting because it does not feel like it should already be August, we are preparing for the first ever Middle-Earth preview. And unlike some other content creators, we're not doing a watch the stream with us because that's dumb. We are, however, <laughs> going to speculate. What do you think we'll see? What are you hoping we'll see? And is there anything you're just like, ugh, I don't want another X, Y, or Z, you know? Mm. Another set of good heroes because they get all of the heroes? Mm. Well, what do I think we will see tomorrow? Lord of the Rings preview. I think we're going to see some new hero sculpts. I'm going to go out on maybe not the largest of limbs and jump on the Osgiliath bandwagon. Mm. I think that we're going to get some sort of Osgiliath-themed release, uh, maybe a plastic Faramir. We don't have a plastic mm. Faramir model yet. Maybe we'll get a, a Boromir Captain of the White Tower sculpt. Uh, that'd be kind of a nice new one there. 
With um, a banner that's not like six inches thick if it was real. Right, right. A banner that's a little bit more to scale would be would be awesome. And I don't know, just a better pose. Like the sword behind the banner, I understand why the model is sculpted that way, but it's not it's not fantastic and, and makes it so hard to chop up. I would love to see any of the warrior sculpts from any faction get a redo. Orcs, elves, warriors of Minas Tirith, Numenorians, anyone, all of all, any and all of the warriors. I would love to see. Would love to see get uh, get upgraded. I don't think there's anything that I don't want to see. Even if good get all the more heroes, if we get a whole bunch of new cool elf heroes, which it looks like we might. Right, we're getting all these hints that there are elf something elf themed. I wouldn't complain. You know, Lord of the Rings getting love is is Lord of the Rings getting love, even if it's more of the same at this point. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I just. There's certainly, I will not be, I guess it's already getting what I hope, right? Which is that we, there is a specific preview, which is awesome. And there's hopefully, whatever the models are, hopefully it's not just like, look, there are two new hero boxes coming out mm. over the next year, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, I think, I think that's my hope for it is that it's, it's a, a longer roadmap with loads of releases planned, or even if it's like re-releases made to orders, you know, like I just, I just want there to be more stuff to spend money on obviously i mostly play evil i would be really excited if we got a new plastic goth mog or because i just recently converted alerts you know a new plastic alerts uh they hinted at obviously the isengard or two towers specifically related release which you know i was like it's going to be alerts it has to be because i've just converted and painted one but then somebody pointed out to me, or was like, oh, I think it's probably going to be the second end character, which I think is probably the case. Mm, which, yeah. Beats a little, a little, yeah, I would be a little bit disappointed with that, I think, because I don't love the all monster army. I, I Whatever, that would be, again, but it's a release for, for Middle Earth Strategy Battle Game, so I will not complain too hard. I also think we might get a new terrain kit. Ooh. That has been a pretty uh, pretty standard thing in recent years of, you know, Ooh. whatever the new themed thing is. So if it's Osgiliath, I... maybe they'll redo the Osgiliath kit or something. Oh, oh, that makes more sense. I was going to go out and guess uh, elf terrain. We don't have any Lothlorien buildings. We don't have any Rivendell buildings. And yeah, uh, I... the Jackson films I... have done a lot with elven architecture. Yeah, I certainly think... I. It it would not. I wouldn't be too surprised. I think Riven or Lothlorien might be a little hard because it's all in trees, True. right? But I could certainly, certainly see some sweet elven gazebos because they seem to like those things. How's your assault on Lothlorien, Legendary Legion, going to assault Lothlorien with no with no trees to assault? Well, in the dark is how. <laughs> right. So it doesn't matter. You can't can't see the trees anyway. It's, it's dark. Right, exactly. <laughs> That is sort of my expectations, I guess, is a new end character, some terrain, and probably a couple of hero boxes. Like you, any of the infantry getting redone, even if it was like, great, we're shipping it all off to Forge World, and you're going to be able to get uh, Warriors of Minas Tirith that match the Knights of Dol Amroth on foot, would be Ooh. sweet. But, but I, I don't think that'll be the case. I think they're pretty at this point reasonably so just because of how the manufacturing works i think they're pretty committed to like well your basic army is going to be the same models that have been out for 20 years we're just going to keep adding these awesome heroes and and or new options which new options you know yeah that's... new options is always good it just the, those new heroes are so cool and it gets yeah. hard to see your basic guys next to those cool new heroes like flipping through the defense of the north book they've got a battle companies page in there for the new easterlings and there's like an easting easterling <laughs> battle companies page about. on one side and the dragon companies or uh, the dragon knights battle companies page on the other side and you look at black the easterling sculpts black dragons thank you black dragons battle companies and you look at the easterling sculpts on the same page next to the black dragon sculpts in a book and they look it's i mean night and day Night oh, even day. even and, worse if you just look at that black dragon warband the one model that's an archer is an old plastic eastling and everything else is forge world and you're just like well <laughs> i see oh yeah and like all about new releases and, and new stuff but the gap is just just continuing to grow and i would really love to see some of the old stuff redone for that reason 
Yeah, yeah. It's definitely when I was working on that Helm Hammer Hand army and converted all my Royal Guard out of Warriors of Dale. Even, even, I guess, like, ten years later when they came out from the originals. I don't know. Probably around that time. They're so much better. Mm. The detail's so much nicer. Yeah. But any release I'll be super, super jazzed about. The other thing that I wouldn't be too surprised about is rumblings of a new starter box is um, a new release for the main rulebook that's been updated with the FAQs and errata. I don't think we'll get a new edition, but I could see them updating our current edition to include all those clarifications, because the FAQ page for the main rules is, it's what, like three or even four pages long now? Yeah, I think I think it's because the FAQs are so long, and not because there are huge changes to rules, you know? Right. And they're not going to include somebody's questions in a rule book so i don't think i would be surprised if that happens and i think honestly some of the the more of the erratas come in in the unit entries and i definitely don't see them re-releasing the army of the hobbit or the army of the armies of lord of the rings yeah Mm, so i mean certainly certainly possible i suppose I, i yeah yeah i just think with printing times and stuff right that uh yeah you know it's just the just manufacturing schedules. I think I, I know I know how the sausage is made a little too much to to be <laughs> overly optimistic with some stuff. Mm. Well, that's fair. That was a nice long meet the Gallagher's. I sort of less less formal this time, which I think is just going to be this episode in general. So enjoy that, listener. Let's let's talk some doubles, Ben. I thought I'd die fighting side by side with an elf. What about side by side with a friend? I... I could do that. So, doubles, yeah. Doubles is interesting for us because it's it's how we got back into Lord of the Rings in, in, what, 2018, 2019? You invited me to come up from North Carolina where I was living to DC to play in Nova. And neither of us did the grand tournament, but we did the doubles together and had an absolute blast. So, yeah, doubles has a special place in my heart for that reason. It's what got us back into it. Plus, it's always super fun to play with my brother and playing game. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true that doubles is, it was the first, I think I'd played, we, I think we've mentioned this previously in episode probably one, but it is the first, like, real games of the new edition of Lord of the Rings that either of us played. And it's also fun because we have since since that original Nova, we've done what three or four double events. And what to say four? It's got to at least be four, right? But all for all but one of those, we have played the same army. So Ben, you wanna you wanna quickly tell our listener? You don't have to obviously list list the specific models, but you wanna quickly tell our listener what what army armies we tend to run for doubles. Right, so we tend to run Harad and Far Harad in an allied contingent, or some some form thereof. Our first list was Suladan, the Betrayer, a bunch of Abakan Merchant Guard, a bunch of Serpent Guard, some Haradrim with bows. Not actually quite true. We had no Abakan Merchant Guard in the original Nova list. Oh, really? It was just yeah, just Harad, it was huh? Just it was just. Serpent Guard, Haradrim Warrior, a few Haradrim Warriors, Suladan the Betrayer. I think that was it, because I yeah. painted them up later. Yeah, and then the other half of the doubles list was camels. Lots of camels. All uh, camels kings, all the time. kings kings and camels and, and some half trolls too, I think, scattered in there originally. Yeah, it was it one king, a chieftain, a bunch of camels, a couple half trolls. And since then, we've uh, we've evolved the, the list to, as Ben said, we we did another event that was basically the same, except we had a bunch of African Merchant Guard, and then I think that was slightly less points, maybe, and then it, it's since evolved to two kings with a bunch of camels at Adepticon this past year, we which was five hundred points a person. We should say most of these are eight, most of these are eight hundred total, so four hundred a person we took. The Mumuk War Leader, and then oh. all camels, and it was awesome. Finished yeah. every game in like forty-five minutes. Fourteen camels in the Mumuk War Leader. Impact hits for days. <laughs> pretty, pretty glorious. 
But we have recently been talking about veering away from our our classic Harad Haradrim combo and talked about all manner of ridiculous things. My favorite, which one day I I want to do, I want to do it so badly, was player one would take was it a Gundabad or captain with a shield? No, it was yeah, whatever. A Gundabad or captain and three troll brutes. <laughs> and then player two would take a Gundabad or captain and three troll brutes. I think ah, it would be you so get. I think you get so two Gundabad captains. I think you do. I think or something right. like that, because the troll brutes are hundred points and the captains fifty. You get two captains without shields and three troll brutes. Ah, uh, it would be so. I just, I just, I just want to see the look on somebody's face where you deploy like the first army and then the second army's identical, and it's just six troll brutes. Uh, stompy trolls it would be so good just stomping stomping stuff oh um, i really wish also... they got two hits on their impact hits just yeah. one is so swingy or if it was yeah or maybe if strength 10 wounded some stuff on twos you know mm, that would be the other yeah. thing yeah but but um we also we did play a doubles event with the kirith legendary legion which was cool. mostly pretty cool Need that was a refining. lot of fun we did not play terribly well for most of that event no, no, we didn't. Before we get too into talking about uh, doubles lists, I think we should touch on the fact that doubles is a, a little bit of a different animal than regular Lord of the Rings. If anyone doesn't know how it works, both players have to take exactly half of the, the allotted points level. So, so in an 800 points game, both players have to take 400 points. If I don't use all of my 400 points, I cannot give them to Sam. Bow limit is worked out across each half of the of the force, so I can't have, you know, all the bows. Like, if we've got 40 models total, I can still only have however many is a third of my force for bows. It follows the ally rules as far as heroic actions go. But I think one of the things that makes it the most different is the scenario pool that the doubles games play from. So there are six specific scenarios for doubles, and in five of those six scenarios, your forces are always broken up. You don't deploy in the same space as your partner, which opens up a lot of interesting possibilities. Right, yeah, that is that is definitely, definitely true. And I think it kind of depends, and this is one of the things that we've sort of looped back through into list building that we've been talking about, right, is... Or I think all war games should be kind of beer and pretzels. Obviously, I've been playing my Isengard and trying to be kind of competitive with it, but it's you know it, it's about having fun and trying to make the and I think doubles is especially that way. Also, because it's usually more of a side event, you know, three rounds and like nobody really cares who wins. So mm -hmm. it's really about finding the balance of like what's fun and silly, like six stompy trolls, versus what's the <laughs> the best thing to take to try and win you know so i think that's that's certainly something we've been considering a little bit more because we've come really close in to, to winning doubles events in, in two of the ones we played in we we were playing for the top spot at, at adepticon this year but they only awarded to the top spot so we don't actually know how we ended up because we lost that game uh, and we came in second place uh, at another event so we are pretty pretty solid pretty solid doublers yeah yeah i think i mean like you said that they tend to be three game one day three game events but i want to say in all four that we've gone to we have come out with a winning record one two of our three games i think that's probably true right because the first one we went to we lost our first game and right, then won the next that two sweet shire board Oh, yes. playing against a bunch of elves and it did not go very well at first yep. also our first game back in like to real Lord of the Rings, so to be yeah. expected. Yeah, Haradrim wading across uh, the river with a bunch of elves sitting on top of the hobbit holes, raining raining death from their bows was not great for us, was it? Yeah, that was also, I got a little irritated with that game, which is another reason I love doubles, because I tend to get saltier than Ben does, and Ben is pretty good at just laughing about stuff, and so that's that makes it easier for me to be like, ho-hum, moving on. Mm. But uh, playing against elves 
the one guy was rolling his like he you know he had lord of the west on whatever character let's just say it was i know there was an elrond so let's say it was elrond and he'd charge on his horse and roll his four dice get the six and then was like lord of the west and re-roll another dice and it's like dude you've already won the combat you're fighting like a fight three haradrim warrior like you're six one you didn't have to say lord of the west and re-roll it and would then like and then would kill the guy and his eight dice that he's then rolling and then would lord of the west re-roll one of the, and it was just that i was just like oh my god you're a kind of wasting a little bit of time and be like really just like salt in the wound right now so mm, yeah unnecessary but we won yeah so we, we came out with a winning record at that event the next one we did was the one in at battlegrounds right where we yeah, placed second yeah. so we must have had a winning record there I think we drew our first game and then won our second two. Yeah, winning record. And then at not Nova, which replaced Nova that was cancelled in 2019. No, 21. Anyway, whenever it was, we won our first two and lost uh, lost our last one. Yeah. Again, probably playing on one of the top tables. And then, of course, Adepticon won our first two and lost the last one. So, yeah, winning record at each at each double event we've gone to. Yeah, I think um, Adepticon as well, we definitely could. Well, we got a little unlucky in the last one, which happens, right? But we also, I think at that point, felt really bad. Or I certainly, maybe really bad, strong, but was feeling pretty pretty bad because we just ruined people with a Moomakill and Camels. And and I was feeling guilty. Maybe didn't, yeah, maybe didn't play to the best of one's ability. Yeah, and it, I mean, it didn't help that our opponents sat down, took one look at our army list, and immediately got upset. You know, they oh, were like, yeah. oh, we're playing as the Moomakill, oh, and, and I spent a reasonable amount of the time trying to engage with one of our opponents to get him to get him out of his funk, because no one wants to play against someone that's in a funk. Yeah. And, um, and then we, we definitely played it soft to the first couple of rounds, and we're like, oh dear. And then they started winning, and were the nicest people ever after that, after oh, being they were kind so nice, of shitty right? in the beginning, <laughs> and then we're winning, or like, we're going to win this, and then we're like, oh, it's really, you know, I was like, oh my god, I get it, I'm... I feel like I'm the worst because I'm bad at losing and also, like, get, like, you know, and also feel bad when I'm winning, so it's still just the devil. But, yeah, so we certainly have a good track record with doubles. It's something we both enjoy. It was also really cool because we got to, like, play preview with the match play double list set. Oh, that's right. Match play scenarios at uh, at Nova. The sec- we must have gone to Nova. Did we go to Nova two years for doubles? Oh, we must have done. We must, yeah, because because we didn't have a display board the first Nova that we went to, right? You're right. You're right. And then did we, we did we? have no. the display board the second time around. I don't remember. Oof, oh, who knows? But we did. There. Someone had sent Devon the um, the match play guide. No, like, they were there. Doubles were preview. There. It was it was it was Rob Alderman who's like run is one of the people who runs the middle earth team oh cool i did not realize that yeah that was the guy who was like if you guys have any feedback at the end of it like come let me know and Um... i tried to come and was like you know man this is really awesome but the one thing that's a little bit of a bummer is that in almost all of the scenarios you deploy on opposite sides of the table as your friend and I came to do a doubles event to, like, hang out with a buddy and also play some games. So it's kind of a bummer that you're, like, split up. And he's like, oh, well, it's designed to be, you know, to, you're supposed to play them all in a tournament. And But I was like, but that doesn't actually, okay. So he, he missed my point, but still, very cool. Yeah. So, without too much back and forth, I have a couple of uh, doubles lists to present to you, Sam, for some feedback and thoughts. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Let's let's hear it. I also have an update as to whether we did or did not have a display board for our first doubles. Oh, do tell. The answer is we we did have a display board for our first doubles in 2019, so then it was cancelled in 2020 and nothing happened, and then Not Nova took its spot in 2021. And then right now Nova is back for Nova 2022, which is what we're prepping to go to. Gotcha. So it must have been that so, first Nova then that we had the preview of the um, yeah the match play guide, which is very cool. 
Right, so I have some doubles lists for your consideration, Sam. The basic premise here being that since all four players are split up, if we can have the speed and the mobility, we can bring our full 800 points to bear on one, just one half, just 400 points of our opponent, mop up that one half and then turn around and, and kill the other half, which is a tactic that's worked pretty okay for us in the past. So I've got a couple of variations. The first half of the first army is Suladan on armoured horse, leading eight serpent riders. The second warband in that half of the army is a Haradrim king on horse with a war spear, leading eight more serpent riders for a total of 398 points and 18 models. That would be paired with a Mahud king on a camel with a shield, a war spear, and a blowgun, accompanied by six camel riders, all of them with war spears, all of them with blowguns, and one of them with a banner. The other warband is a tribe master on a camel with a shield and a war spear, accompanied by five camel riders, all with war spear and blowgun, for a total of 13 models in that army. So the combined force would have a total of 31 models and nine might. I don't know how I feel about the tribe master in there. I think the Mahood kings are just such good value that kind of not having a second, it kind of like the tribes master just doesn't, he's got the march, right? That's the only reason to take him. Yeah, 20 points less and, and a march. But you could drop the... Does the Tribe Master have a blowpipe as well? No, he's the only one that doesn't no. have a blowpipe. So you could drop the blowpipe on the, the king. And I don't know. I also am not Ooh. sure about the banner on the... the on the cam Well, I camels. wrote another one without the banner. If you want double kings, you go like this. You go a king on camel with a shield and a war spear. He's accompanied by six camel riders... With war spears, three of them get blowpipes, and then you could have another king with six camel riders, three of them with blowpipes. So two kings, twelve camel riders, and a total of six blowpipes. And I assume all the camels have shields and war spears, yeah? Uh, the camels come with shields and they all have war spears, yeah. Right. Yeah, I think my issue, so that's 14? No, yeah, 14 Yeah, 14, 14, which is exactly how many camels we have. That's true. I definitely think that's better than 13. Yeah. Hmm. I also don't like, I think my biggest, or biggest issue, I think my only issue with that is it's annoying to have to differentiate which camels actually have blowpipes and which don't. It kind of feels like all or nothing. Sure. I guess again, you could, I think, doubles I think there's is more like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Beer and pretzels I... again. So it's just, yeah. yeah. Maybe the thing to do there then is, is, um, take out all six blowpipes and just give one of the kings a blowpipe. Right. Yeah. Or just don't and be down six points and be like, oh no, I'm down six points. Right. I mean, I think basically you're playing down six points anyway, because no matter who's got the blowpipes, you're probably not shooting with them most of the time. That's true. That's true. Especially because blowpipes still only move half and only range 12, you know, so 17 inch threat on a blowpipe. Hitting on a four because Mahood hit on threes, which is gross. <laughs> Poison. You know, I, I, did, I did play a game, a non-doubles game, where I had a bunch of dudes with blowpipes, a bunch of Mahood raiders, which are the camel guys, with blowpipes, and I killed a spider queen in, from, like, I shot it to death with blowpipes on, like, turn two or something <laughs> because it's super low defense and i just rocked really well for my blowpipes and then poison it doesn't mm. have any fate and it was just like Ehh! so that was kind of funny it's funny to poison the spider queen to death but yeah i think i think as as you are presenting these lists we should i we kind of touched on it right but our major doubles philosophy is we both we because quite often you end up in like corner deployments we both pick a person and send the whole army into that corner and wipe them out so the advantage is having two mounted armies is it's really easy to do that and we discovered this playing against dwarves and you were all on foot pretty much army but my entire basically my entire army this was the original nova one was mounted and we just smashed one side of the dwarves and these little like five inch move 
dwarves are hucking their way up and it's kind of it's kind of a shitty way to play because somebody spends most of their game not playing yeah but uh it's a very know. valid tactic <laughs> it's yeah. funny that we're talking about this you know oh it's beer and pretzels doubles but at the same time we're going to be like you will not play at first and you will right. die very quickly and then your friend can play yeah yeah but, but there are certainly some missions that doesn't work. Yeah, there's the one where you de- there's one where you all deploy together. So man, that way, all of a sudden our our all mounted all cab army is is looking less formidable. Well, and there's also one where two people deploy in the center, and then the other person deploy like comes in from you know the opposite side of the board as their friend. Yeah, like if you're all if you're all mounted and you win priority, you can run away, but you kind of have to get entirely get a just the enemy ends up being closer. So there are a couple times when it's like not not the most ideal, but it is certainly overall mm-hmm. yeah, very valid, very valid tactic. Yeah, I call that one the stripey sandwich deployment: player A, player yeah. B, or team A, team B, team A, team B, and, and like a stripe. That's one of our our sneaky, or probably not so sneaky, and relatively obvious double strategies, as they say. So that's my my slightly more, maybe not super competitive. I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to write a super competitive list, but I think, given the meta for doubles, that's my stab at maybe we could win. Maybe we could win a doubles, which would be cool to do. Yeah, I. St- we were talking about this before we started recording, and I still think that the probably best way to do is to have a, a hammer and an anvil kind of thing, you know, and do like, I think Mordor is pretty good because you could do uh, an anvil of a bunch of defense six, strength four models and some good heroes, and you could have a hammer of a lot of cheap cavalry and warg riders if you want, or more expensive cavalry with uh, Morgul knights, you know, take, you can Ooh. put the witch king in there on horse and mm. he's a beast if you give him the crown and can also immobilize and stuff. Yeah, but hard, hard to say really. And I, but I think, I think the thing for me with doubles, right, is that I'm more into if we, I'm more into finding a theme and if we can do the theme, do that and win or lose it doesn't matter except i've had so many painting projects that this time you know it's we're probably playing haradrim again because mm. it's less to paint yeah actually i i was thinking about about the hammer and anvil what do you think about making we've got the camel half sorted right two kings 12 camels done i love it you could still do Suladan and a handful, maybe even eight raiders, or even a few less, and then maybe like Raza and a foot contingent. So Suladan and his mounted boys join up with the camels, crush one half of the opponent's force, and that other little foot block is there to be a roadblock, and it's the Abakan Merchant Guard and the Serpent Guard and, and Raza, or, or even the Betrayer, though he's more points. Just as like a little, like here's a block of 20, or it wouldn't be that many, but here's a block of 12 infantry guys. Like, you know, come come deal with us. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's certainly an option. I think they're a, a pretty shallow roadblock, just because if you lose the fight, uh, Haradrim, like, defense four across the board, basically, right? Yes, so you it's, lose the it's fight true. and the model dies. So it's just, uh, like, two turns of poor rolling and your roadblock is like squished which is maybe all you need but feels less less good than you know here's my shield wall of defense six orcs and you know you need oh you strength three like you need sixes to kill them so i can kind of lose as many fights as i want and likelihood is i'm not all gonna die in a turn yeah yeah that's that's very true I was mostly just thinking in, in terms of models we have painted. You're right. The thing about that roadblock, though, is, is it could lose combat and die terribly, or it could win combat and just wreck stuff. Because Harad yeah. do hit hard. Yeah, I mean, it, there are, you know, it, the African Merchant Guard definitely do, and the poison's nice, but they're still only strength three, right? Mm. So. Yeah. Um, I think the thing that's, the thing that, like, the dream for me army would be camels and then like mordor but they're not 
their yellow alliance. Mm. So I guess neither of the army bonuses are super important. It is pretty nice, but... The Harad, or the Mahood one, where you get, was it basically fearless? You pass courage tests if you're charging, if you're if the hero's already in combat is yeah situational, but really nice when it comes in. I mean, it's it's great for, because the kings are like oddly courage five or something. So they are most likely passing uh, their, their courage tests. So you just charge them into one terror causing model and then the rest of your army goes in, no problem. And the worst is having a 19-point Mahood Raider not doing anything, and you basically rely on killing with your impact hits as your biggest weapon. Mm. So that's really nice. And at the end of the game, people can't just tag your hero to deny his standfast, because they have a better standfast if they're in combat. So so that's yeah, certainly that's good. True. You know the other one, and, and we, have, we have talked about this, but I keep coming back to it because I think it's funny, is Balg and Azog because both of them in doubles would get Master of Battle. Yeah, I've seen people argue that they wouldn't because it's from the same army, but I think that's ridiculous. That would, yeah. I, no. so I, I agree. I mean, it's also, you know, Bog and Azog, you just, like, have a disgusting hero combination. Plus, if you play the mission where whoever's got more kills get the other one gets bonuses to wound. Oh, like, my ugh, God. Can you imagine that? Yes. <laughs> That'd be so good. Oh, Bulk's already plus one to wound, and Azog wounding him, killing heroes on threes. And you can get Dude, Bulk and right. Azog together. Uh, if you give Azog the heavy armor and the white wag, which you do, and Bulk's right. on a wag, that's a total of 400 points between the two of them. Two, yeah. You basically get half. The, yeah. I mean, the issue is because it's split, right? The person playing Azog only gets 150 points of other stuff to bring. Yeah, so. so. Well, 175. Um, if you throw a banner in there, you could have Azog, a banner, and 15 Gundabads. Um, but Bolg would end up having to bring another hero with him because his warband slots wouldn't be... Unless you filled it with, you know, Berserkers. Uh, yeah. It would definitely be low on bodies. But you're relying on those two big heroes to do all the work for you, and, and they definitely could. Right. I mean, I think the other one that would be funny and or gross would be like the Necromancer and the other person takes Azog, you know, that's the thing is there are like so many, but, but then it's becoming, then it's, that's the, that's the issue with doubles, right? Is that's now becoming borderline. Like, is this, it's both entertaining, but also it's more about that these models are gross and in a cool, a funny combination. Uh, unless the theme, you know, like I still would love, and maybe if we get some sweet new Rivendell sculpts or something tomorrow, do do a last alliance army if if mm. one it's you know if 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 rivendell gets updated but the new minorians don't i don't mind sculpting basically 400 points of new minorians i just don't want to do 400 points of new new minorians and 400 points of elves what do you sculpt so, the new minorians out of well my original plan was to just use the new minorian spearmen the metals because the metal spearmen and the bows are actually pretty good mm. Uh, but they are current. You can't buy them anymore, which is a shame. So I would, I would probably just base them off the, the plastics and just, you know, shave all of the the molded on shields off and, you know, find art like probably it would probably be a combination of Numenorians and warriors of Minas Tirith. How's this for a wacky idea? Use the Forge World Knights of Dol Amroth on foot for your Numenorians. I was, I was just thinking that. I think you need the tabards, is the thing. Mm. You know? Because that's that's a pretty iconic, certainly in the Jackson films, look for them. You don't think uh, winged helmets I... would be enough? I mean, either way, you're doing converting. I mean... You could certainly paint them, you know, do them in black and paint the, the tree on them. And you, I, yeah, I, I just still think that I would end up, you would end up in that sense, I would end up sculpting entire tabards on them. And, but the rest of them would be good in this one. It's like, well, the, the body and the bodies will need some fixing from where the shields come off. Uh, and the heads are probably okay. I could see extending the wings and making them a little bit bigger. You know, maybe getting some fountain court guard wings and slapping them on the sides. 
I was more just wondering if, if the 40-odd ones were slightly scaled, just slightly larger, and, you know, because the men of Numenor are supposed to be supposed to be big. Right. Blood of Giants. Kings. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they're radically different enough from the, uh, the, the movie art and the art, like, whatever, the, the movie concepts that it would be honestly more work, and also, like, a thousand times more expensive. Well, yeah, obviously, but who doesn't love a Forgeworld Marvel? If they if they re- if they sold what I think the Black Dragons are seventy two dollars for six of them. If they redid Numenorians and did them as seventy two dollars for six, I would play that army. <laughs> Which is funny because it becomes kind of a horde army because they're relatively inexpensive for what they are, and you don't have like loads of heroes. So no, you don't. Not a lot of options, and I I wish. I'd be all over Last Alliance, Sam, if we had some Numenorean cavalry. Yeah. The other thing to do, right, would be, which would be, which sort of checks two of my boxes, cool theme, and counts as army, would be to do a Gondor, a Minas Tirith army, and counts as, uh, and convert them to be Numenoreans, and then have them as counts as. Uh, Minas Tirith, because you could use King Alessar, probably count him as um, Isildur, right? Because he's not quite the the bee's knees right. as Elendil is. And then you could have the knights, you could have the... You probably count everyone as a fountain court guard, so you get that defense seven. You fight know, you four. Fight four. Uh, the only thing you don't get is strength four. I'm pretty sure Numenorians are strength four, which is oh yeah, they awesome. are. Which is why I want Numenorean knights, strength four cavalry. Oh, even if they don't yeah. get lances, I don't care. Yeah, it would be really cool. I don't know. I still think there's hope that there are certainly references to. Is it Anarian? Is that the second brother, uh, or the uh, brother, yes, the second son? So, so yeah. there's this there's, there's already mention of that in the rules. So I think. I think I don't think it's an out. I don't think it's an impossibility that we get some, some more Last Alliance goodness. Hmm. The other one, and you know we've done it before. That's great for theme is the Kirith Ungol Legendary Legion. Is such fun to play doubles with. It's yeah. just, I wish it had just a few more options in there. I understand why it doesn't. I mean, it's Kirith Ungol. They didn't have Wag Riders, but you could throw a couple of Wag Riders in that list. It would really just make it fantastic. It's funny because I think you had a lot more fun with that army than I did, but you also got you also used Shelob. Yes. And I had I got to use Shagrat who's cool but just never really was just consistently underperformed for me. Yeah. He didn't do well, so I, did he? I don't really have I'm like, eh, I could it's a neat theme, but I could take, take or, or leave, leave it. it. The one I still really want to do is Army of Gothmog, because I had a blast playing that, you know. You could each get some heroes and a troll, and I think that would be really funny. Yeah. But it doesn't really work very well for splitting an army up because you want to be centered around Gothmog, so... Mm. Yeah. It's kind of what makes doubles fun, though. It's this interesting challenge of, like, writing a list that synergizes well together, but knowing that it's probably not going to be put on the table together. Which Which is partially why I think, you know, really picking a theme and going for it is... It's more is more what I want to do. Mm. You know, win or lose doesn't really matter if you've got if you've if you're like this random battle is what I really want to go for. You know, you do like Lords of the West or whatever it is, where it's Ro- the legendary legion of like Rohan, Dol Amroth, and Minas Tirith. Not that I'm particularly drawn to that, but you know, if you're like that's the battle that is really connect, I really connected with, and I really want to do it and you, like, nail the theme, then the kind of rest of it is like, hmm. Yeah. I think a theme one that I'm sort of excited for, for a, for a couple of reasons, would be the the battle for Isgiliath. Not the one that we see in the films, but where we see Boromir as captain of the White Tower. So one player gets Boromir, uh, the yeah. other player gets Faramir. I mean, we're brothers, they're brothers, we're Gondor Colts for Ale, Gondor Force. I just think, you know, it would be pretty cool. And That's it's certainly more of a side of Minas Tirith that I think is, like, Osgiliath is, is pretty cool. It, I, I want Osgiliath vets to get some love, but anyway, yeah. 
But it gives you the option of, like, converting Osgiliath veterans that you just use as warriors from Minas Tirith and oh, sticking yeah, patches yeah. and stuff and messing up their armor. And... Right. So, I mean, that was that was our plan, right? That is what we were going to play at the next doubles event after 2019's Nova is we were going to be the two brothers playing the two brothers. Yeah, yep. We just need a third one, get our, get our dad in there and have a three-person doubles team of Denethor, Boromir, and Faramir. <laughs> uh hilarious so sam theme themes list and, and doubles i've shared a, a maybe a competitive doubles list we've talked about some themes do you have anything you've got to share well i think i think the greatest and easiest way to do a theme that's also vaguely competitive is just to do a legendary legion because they're pre-made for you and have bonuses right so one of the things we were talking about running for this year is the lurtz's scouts Legendary Legion, which is maybe a slightly less compet- competitive version of Ugluk Scouts, but you get Lurtz, and he's way cooler. So, this is what I have. For player number one, you get Lurtz with a shield for free. You get an Urkai Drummer. You get an Urkai Scout with a banner and shield. You get four Urkai Scouts with bows, and six Urkai Scouts with shield. These all get the Marauder upgrades for free, because Mahur is obviously in the army. You also get an Urukai scout captain with a shield, and then his warband is two Urukai scouts with bows and eight Urukai scouts with sword and shield, for a, a grand total of twenty-four models in Player mm. One's army, and uh, three hundred and ninety-nine points. Oh. So Player Two, uh, Player Two's army is Maher. In his warband, you get. 11 Urukai Scouts with Shield, and 1 Urukai Scout with Banner and Shield. Uh, and then you also get Ugluk with 6 Urukai Scouts with Shield, 5 Urukai Scouts with Bow, 1 Urukai Scout with just a Sword, because you don't have the extra point, and then there's also an Urukai Drummer in that army as well. So 25 models, so it's a total of 49 Mm. Is that right? Yeah, 49 models, 800 points, all move 8, with the potential of, you've got two drums, so they can, you can move up to 11 inches. You know, I really like this. I think it, it would be a lot of fun. All that fight for, strength for, or Akai. This is one that I, I would, I'd would i be excited to see on the table. Probably won't happen this year, but but maybe the next time, the next one coming around. I think yeah, it's, I it's think it'd also neat. really be cool. Plus the... I. Heroic challenge, right? I I have never used it. I've never seen anyone use it. But the fact that Lurtz in this list can challenge down, I think, is awesome. So you oh. can be like, you captain, challenge, you know. Yeah, yeah I think. It, and I the think shield be... throw rule is just hysterical. Getting a thrown weapon that causes a knockdown, mm, yeah. so good. It's pretty hilarious. Alas, only once per game, but you do hit on a three, which is pretty nice. Yeah. I do think it might be a little bit of a might trap, though, depending. I could see that. You you know, you roll that two, you're like, well, I'm going to spend the point of might. I mean, I guess it's a guaranteed knockdown, I think, so it's probably worth it. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think, it... I think or Lurtz's Scouts, I think, would be a fun, cool-looking one. Agreed. And the idea of Lurtz charging, getting the charge into a mounted hero, and then getting the knockdown and knocking them off their horse just, well, cracks, that me, actually... just cracks me up. That actually is not possible, unfortunately, because it's if you hit a man-sized or smaller model. Oh, well, so. that makes much more sense, uh, but it's disappointing. Yes, agreed. But you do have a decent number of bows, so maybe you can shoot Aragorn off his horse and then hit it with the shield. Nice. Pin him to a tree. So I think I think we're kind of kind of right there for we're gonna this is gonna be a shorter episode, listener. Which, you, as I'm saying this at the end, you'll already know that. But we've had two pretty long ones, not really reviewing any games, so it's more just uh, Ben and Sam ramble and talk about stuff. So before before we, we leave you, Ben, do you have anything you wish, any wisdom, anything you wish to impart to our dear listener? Well, I think it's worth mentioning again that coming up, we will be going to Nova at both the doubles event, shocker there, I know, and the grand tournament. <laughs> uh, Nova... Uh, the convention begins on August 31st and runs till September 4th, I think. And I myself am going to be attending an event on October 16th. It's 700 points. 
at Armacon. It is called Return to the Paths of the Dead. Mm. So, uh, and I think there are still spots open for anyone out there in the New England, Boston area that wants to wants to sign up and play some Lord of the Rings. We'd love to see you. Are you doing any events coming up, Sam? Well, like you, I will be there for Nova. I think the next one after that I have, it's in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I definitely said Maryland last time, which, whoops. But anyway, Fredericksburg at Your Hobby Place, I believe is the name of the store. And it's the series, the second in a series of Escalation tournaments. And that is on the 19th of September. Yes, Ooh. that's correct. 19th of September. And, Super jealous uh, and, of that, by the way. Yeah, I, I'm cool. hoping I can I can make that. That is still my plan, but you know, life stuff comes up. And then the next one is like December third, I think, and then the final one is sometime is January twenty first. Hmm. The only other thing I want to say before we go, Ben, is that uh, to encourage our dear listener or potentially listeners mm-hmm. to think there are two send of us, uh, could be who knows. <laughs> to um to send us an email or a direct message on Instagram to write in if they have any Lord of the Rings related questions that they want to put to us or even hobby related questions. Yeah, anything you want to hear us ramble on about or or any feedback you have for us. Do we do we talk too much? Do we not talk enough? Do you want more details? Do you want do you want less details? Do you want more about Sam? Everybody wants to hear about Sam. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Couldn't resist, couldn't resist. That was perfect, that was perfect. Well, listener, I will double down once again and say goodbye, goodbye. It has been a doubly great episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Gondor Calls for Ale. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. We at Gondor Calls for Ale are not associated with Games Workshop, New Line Cinema, or the Tolkien Estate. We hope we have not misrepresented or offended anyone. These recordings are strictly our recollections of games we've played and are not commentaries on the character or competence of our opponents. They are intended purely for entertainment and we hope they will be taken as such. You can find us on Instagram at gondor underscore calls underscore for underscore ale. Feel free to send us a message there or you can send us an email at Gondor calls for ale at gmail.com. As Boromir, Captain of the White Tower, once said, Remember today, listener, today this episode was good. Mm-hmm.